and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. This is your co-host, Brett Irvin. And your co-host, Daniel Phillips. We are a book club podcast where three unqualified dum-dums uh, get together and talk everything books and books related. We also are a book club and we cover one book a month. This month's book, we are covering Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn is the writer and uh, artist is not on the top of my brain right now. Does someone knows? Um, I don't know. Dan, do you know? We're gonna know. Get, we're gonna give credit to the artist next week when we cover the book. I can't remember his name. Uh, we will say it's not volume one of Paper Girls. We messed up. We messed up. That. It's book one, which covers ten chapters. Ten I, chapters. <laughs> we really messed up. So. We are roughly doing Paper Girl Volume <laughs> 1 through 3, and just read as much as you want, and then we'll talk about some of it. It's our first graphic novel, and it's also a weird month, so uh, yeah, if you read along, great. If you don't, we understand, uh, and that we're going to cover that next week. Yeah. But before we do that, and before we get into what we're talking about this week, uh, let's catch up with Short Stories, the segment where we go over what's been going on, and, and just catch up. What's up, guys? Um... Lester had a good win over Newcastle this morning. <laughs> okay. Uh, a little bit nil. of uh, uh, European soccer. A little, little Premier, Premier League, League for everyone. Okay. Uh, my week, though, and this isn't my current week because Nicole and I have been doing this for a few weeks now, but we joined a rock climbing gym. And this week, my short story is my blisters are all healed. <laughs> nice. What a lovely short story. Yeah. So my blisters are all healed up from rock climbing. Uh, they're getting a little bit calloused, mm-hmm. and so my, my fingies are getting a little bit stronger. I was going to say, how's your how's your grip strength? Is uh, it getting better? It is getting better. I'm getting noticeably better at it, which is actually is fun because fun. I don't like exercising. I've, I've never been good at like going to the gym or working out. I've yeah. been a good runner. We're, we're book club. Yeah, yeah, no. You understand. You understand. Our audience knows so, that we're not big into exercise. I know right? it's not a surprise to anyone. <laughs> okay. But I'm really weak, and I have no muscles in my body. <laughs> so you can't see us, audience. But you can just be. You can just safely assume that between the three of us, not a lot of muscle. Not a lot, except Brett. We except Brett. Brett's minds. a big, strong boy. Brett's got some muscles. Uh, but no, it's been super fun. We got memberships. And we're just having, like, a great time. We've been going before work in the morning, which is, like, a feat in itself because we both work from home now, and it's hard to get out of bed before, oh, yeah, like, 8.30. But it's hard, that's hard to yeah. do anytime. So. We've been getting up at, like, 6 a.m. and going to the rock gym. Just, so Just hitting hitting the rocks. Yeah, it's actually funny because we've taken both of you with us. Yeah, it's and, super fun. And, you know, they play, like, like folk rock, like, lots of Mumford and & Sons oh, and yeah. Lumineers in the morning there's like no one there it's and everyone's metal. yeah everyone's like asleep and they're play they play like lo-fi oh that's fun <laughs> yeah, it was a great time. it was really fun it's like chill beats yeah it's very chill um so I, that could have gone one of two ways I, either lo-fi or like hardcore metal to like get you pumped <laughs> in the morning right uh but no it's been great and what i'm reading uh which is what the other thing we talk about in short stories is we cover what we're reading we do um i just finished shadows of self which is the second wax and wayne book I was really iffy about it, and then the end was incredible. And so he roped me back in. He roped uh, you back as in. As he always does. And then I started uh, Bands of Mourning, which is the third book in the Wax and Wayne series. So, yeah, that's my week. Nice. Brett, what about you, buddy? It's been pretty good. I wanted to shout out. I didn't. I don't have a name, but we went to uh, – on Friday night, we went to – 
uh, White Duck Taco, a taco place here in Greenville. Um, we went out with a bunch of friends, including uh, Kate the Killer Hiller. And uh, uh, I was wearing my podcast sweatshirt. And uh, the person uh, at the counter asked me about her podcast. Oh, so no way. It was Look really at cool. that. Spreading the gospel of I, bookends uh, with friends. I missed that conversation. Friends yeah. out there just spreading the good news. She was she was really sweet. She uh she like asked what it was and then asked she was like, Are you one of the hosts? And I was like, uh yeah. And then I pointed over to Parker and you it's you hadn't gotten there yet, Dan. So that it was like right before y'all got there. Was this a love connection? Did Bre- did Dan and I miss a potential love connection? <laughs> no. It was just it was just you know, it was it was a cool moment and uh she asked for a book recommendation and I feel ashamed because I shouldn't be oh, the one what did recommending you do? it. But I told her Brandon Sanders. Oh, my <laughs> God. Brad, you, you have to finish a book before you can Whoa. recommend it, the, I, the author. I did read Warbreaker. Did you say Oh, no, wait. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Hang on. Sorry. Really for this episode. I've got egg on my face. You did <laughs> You did read Warbreaker. But, yeah. so That's cool. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool moment. So, if you're listening, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, no, honestly, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, If you are listening, that's huge. And uh, thanks for the compliment on the sweatshirts. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, reading the same stuff. And Parker, how was your... Uh, Wait, let's rewind a little bit. Where are you? Give us some updates. Um, I'm... uh, Calden's talking about his, like, childhood, kind of. I like the Calden childhood chapters. His backstory. For... for for those of you who might be, you know, this might be your first episode, or you might just tune in every now and then. Uh, Brett's taking his sweet time reading uh, one book, and but he has he has read all the other books that we've been covering for the podcast. So you know, it's it's and it's not like this one book is a short book. Yeah, either. it's a very long book. I'm just savoring. I'm just savoring savoring how good it is. You know, <laughs> it's just I like to take my time. Okay, you have to use this. the Way of Kings hardback as a pillow until the book is finished. It's a, that'd be a big pillow. <laughs> yeah, it honestly might be pretty comfy. Your neck would be in so much pain. <laughs> no, Brandon's got me. Okay. I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. I just wanted to say that uh, I haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but I recently changed roles within the company that I work at, uh, and I moved from sales to marketing. And I just wanted to say it's been incredibly nice and my mental health has been way better than it has been in probably a couple years from that change. And I really like the team of people that I work with uh, and it's just made such a drastic improvement. And if you, and so this is also a, like a, a little shout out or just a kind of like uh, if you're in that state of mind where you're just like waking up and every day you're miserable at your job. Maybe it's time for a change. I'm here to encourage you that I, I didn't change for a long time. And now that I've moved over, I, I feel so refreshed and excited to work again. Uh, and I feel like there's a noticeable difference in my demeanor and, and how I view the work week. Um, so so take care of yourself with your mental health and uh, hopefully you can like what you're doing. But I, I'm really, really enjoying the job change. Nice. So that's yeah. the 180 of that. Parker and I work for the same company and we I do. work in sales. He does. And so Parker's doing great and I'm deteriorating, <laughs> deteriorating <laughs> slowly yeah. into madness. Yeah. Um, take care of yourselves out there. Take care of yourselves take out there. Yourselves. Don't do sales. Um, <laughs> yeah. And what I'm reading, I finished a book called What If serious scientific answers to absurd hypothetical questions that was by randall monroe i uh, i really really enjoyed it it's a, it was a short 
a free book on Amazon. Uh, uh, it was like a free Amazon audiobook. So I don't know if it's still free. I think they were doing like a special with yeah. it. I highly recommend it. If you're into science and just like ab- absurd hypothetical questions, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and the and the audiobook narrator did a fantastic job with it as well. So I, I uh, just a, a good short sweet read. Uh, and then I'm also reading the first book in the Wax and Wayne series that Daniel mentioned earlier. So that cool. brings us up to speed. And let's get into what we are doing this week. If you're familiar with our book genre bracket, the Battle Dome, the Battle Bracket, whatever you would like to call it. If you remember that episode, we have another battle episode of the Bookends with Friends Books of the Year. Yes. Like usual, Brett is going to be our battle daddy <laughs> okay. to introduce the the verses, the matches, if you will, yes. of our battle bracket. So this this bracket, we are deciding the book of the year, not not how you would think where for like books from this year, but just the books that we've covered in our podcast this year. So it's exclusively for the, you know, yeah. the audience. And we also didn't start in January. Nope, so. <laughs> we started in March. So we're missing some books. So hey, we tossed in Dune. We threw in Dune. We got ten. We got ten. We're fine. <laughs> this is fine. So Brett, Battle Daddy, um, he has our bracket for us. I do. Well, what we got? Yeah, Brett. All right. I actually so, can't see the bracket. I, Only I you haven't can see it. seen the bracket. This is very. This is a lot of power. I don't know what books are going head to head. I'm yeah, excited. So um, for the sake of time, let's just rattle them off and and we'll get right into it. Yeah, so we have 10 total. Like Dan said, we added in Dune because we had nine, and that you know, doesn't why not? make good brackets. So, so we have 10 total, including Dune. So Dune's a bit of a wild card. But, uh, okay, so we're just going to go uh, match by match. Um, I'll break down the book in each, and then we'll have a quick discussion and vote. Yeah, um, but before we start the matches, can you give me a quick list of the 10 books? Yes. Okay. So we have uh, An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green. We have Beach Read by Emily Henry. We have They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. We have Shadow and Bone by Leah Bardugo. Bardugo, sorry. Uh, we have Mort by Sir Terry Pratchett. We have Warbreaker by Brandy Sandy. We have Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. And we have Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Those, and then obviously and Dune, Dune by Frank Herbert. And, and then Dune, Dune by Frank Herbert, which um, wasn't actually read or covered by our podcast. <laughs> Daniel and I have read that book <laughs> at some time in our past. <laughs> We're just letting you know this Dune's going to be in every single year. <laughs> Dune's going to be in every single year. So uh, there's obviously only three of us, and so I'll be the tiebreaker. Oh. Do you, did you just deem yourself that powerful? Yeah, and so if there's a tie, well, my vote counts, counts for two. As, oh, okay. So yeah, um, okay. So we'll do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, you're like the old man judge and Dancing with the Stars, who you have double sure. the power. I'm sure. That sounds. Everyone like- knows. Everyone knows <laughs> Dancing with the Stars and the old man judge. I think his name's Len or maybe Glenn. Everyone knows him. Yeah. So that sounds like Dan. We have what's our first match out of these, and then we'll do your. Uh, Brett has written also five second summaries of each of these books. So if you haven't read them, we can at least give you a little bit of a explanation. Yes, so our first battle, our first matchup is between uh, Sir Terry Pratchett's Mort 
And also, you know what I didn't add in here, and I just realized it because I just saw it. Uh, when the stars go dark is uh, the oh. other one. Oh, I did hell yeah. that in my original thing. Oop, yep. Uh, that <laughs> we read that book as well. Yeah, that add one. it to the list. Add it yes. to the list. Okay, uh, by, it's on the bracket by Paul McLean. Um, so yes, that one is in our first battle. Uh, so oh, Mort versus. When, when the, the stars, stars go, dark? go dark. That's yes. the first. Oh man, That's I'm I'm first. so excited to get into this. I love just hashing out with you guys what our favorite books are. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah. So Mort main characters. You have Mort, uh, Mortimer. Uh, you have Death, um, Death's daughter. And I remember this was contentious. Isabel or Isabel? <laughs> yep. Isabel. Isabel. Um, and you have uh, minor character Cutwell, basically. Uh, Mort is sent away by his father to make something of himself, but he ends up being the squire to death, and he death is kind of teaching him how to do the job. Unfortunately, he falls in love with a princess and then <laughs> saves her from dying when she should have died, and it kind of messes up all of reality. So it's just a story of him trying to navigate all of that and uh, and save the princess. And then when the stars go dark, a detective Anna Hart um, is fleeing her past. Uh, she has a dog named Cricket. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy named Creepy Caleb that we all called day one from the first <laughs> first time we read this book. <laughs> um, and basically, she has to solve a mystery of a missing uh, teenager. Um, I can't remember the months we read those in, but yes, so I believe if fight. I have it correctly, April was when the stars go dark, and I want to say uh, maybe August was no, I think that was Warbreaker. July? I think July. More might have been July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The thing, the funny thing for this pairing, you couldn't have picked two, mo- <laughs> like, th- the thematically, like, different Opposite, books. Right. When the Stars Go Dark is so dark and intense, and Mort is so light and goofy but and ridiculous. both about death. In a way. This is true. <laughs> yeah, man. You're right. I, I, I am a little biased here because I love Discworld yeah. so much. I figured you would lean heavily for Terry Pratchett. Mort, Mort was one of my favorite books that we read this year. I <sighs> loved Mort. Yeah, I mean, I, I did too. I really liked Mort. Uh, I, I th- so do you know? You don't know my promise. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that we were we did a lot of sci-fi fantasy yeah. novels, and in year one, bookends with friends, which yeah. maybe year two we need to adjust, tweak a no, little bit. Uh, but so this is uh, uh, a reminder that Paper Girls sci-fi fantasy graphic novels. Yeah, of are course. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're idiots. All right, we're we're idiots that hey. we've established that many times. It's still December. It's yeah. It's still this year, Dan. We have one more month to be dumb. Um, and uh, when the stars go dark is one of our few books that is very based and and grounded in reality. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to just throw that away because I feel like we have too few of those two. Yeah. Um, I, I did really like When the Stars Go Dark. Uh, that is the book that I read at my mom's creepy lake house. Oh, oh yeah. That add, yeah, no, that adds to the... So that removes... <laughs> oh, that's a point off for you. That's a lot of points off the because infamous, I couldn't sleep Because you couldn't night. sleep for... Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say When the Stars Go Dark. And, okay. and my reasoning is because that book... I think as much as I love Mort, Mort's fun. Yeah. And it's it's a like refreshing read and I would read all like I, I know there's like forty two Discworld books. Yeah. I want to read more Discworld because Mort mm-hmm. really was just so like contagiously fun. But I think when the stars go dark had more of an emotional impact on me. And I don't know if that's good or bad, 
but it it pulled it's on the heartstrings vote. harder than nice. Mort. I respect that. Okay. I pick Mort. Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> and now Brett. Quick and easy. Brett. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Before you pick, I remind you, I my vote counts for two, oh, and I also mean. break ties. Oh, okay. So, okay. I was about to say, so I thought Dave, I feel you like can just pick more, decided, right? Yeah, you can just pick more now, or... Or it'll be more later. Or it'll be more after the tie break and my two-point okay. votes. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Parker on this one. Okay. Because I respect it. I do like the detective story. Again, I loved more. Honestly, overall, I think I enjoyed more, more, which this is weird saying this, but I did really like the detective aspect of uh, When the Stars Go Dark. And so I feel like it... It sounds like you don't have anything good to say about when the stars go dark, and you did have something good to say about Mort. Are you sure, Brett? I'm going to go Mort. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. And just like that, we barely made it through round one. Mort squeaks through, and I'm already brokenhearted, but it's all right. Buy in a heart. He was talking about... Um... The pros of when the stars go dark, but he could only think about how bad of a cop Will Flood is. Will and so Flood, he yeah. switched to Mort. But Cricket and Anna I, Hart. I do love Cricket. But Mort's through. We got to get Mort's through. Honestly, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, we got to keep this ball we, yeah, rolling because we, we got a lot ahead of us. All right. Round two. What we got? Round two. So continuing on that, we have Shadow and Bone versus uh, our 10th book, our favorite book, Dune. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> this round is wild already. Um, so if you don't remember, uh, Shadow and Bone, Alina Starkov, she lives in like a Russian steampunk world where these people known as Grisha can manipulate the elements as like weapons, but also as like, you know, to build stuff. Um, so you have the Darkling, which is the other main character. You have Jen her friend Jenya, Bagra, who is... Uh, are we doing spoilers? Uh, whip it out. It's we, fine. We've already talked about the <laughs> the books in full. I know. Yeah, just whip uh, it out. It's fine. The Darkling's mom. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't think you have to get that in depth with it with the with the five second summaries. You can just like, hit us with like the quick and easy. Okay, so I'll do that for Dune. Um, for Dune, we got the Atreides House of Atreides. We got the House Harkonnen, um, and it's basically uh, sand, space, and spice collide. Sand, space, and spice. All right. Dune, the book that we definitely did not read for our podcast this year, or Shadow and Bone. The Dune episodes are behind a paywall. The Dune episodes are certainly they not are. behind a paywall. Yeah. We have to pay you to listen because it's not good. Okay. I'll go first on this one. Okay. Because I feel like I have some heated opinions on Shadow and Bone. <laughs> yeah, you do. I think Shadow and Bone might have been my least favorite book we did this year. Okay. Okay. That being said, I am 100% going to push Shadow and Bone through with my vote over Dune because no one in our audience has paid for our Dune episodes yet. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Shut up. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and, and, so, I mean, it really, I really liked a lot of the books we read this year. Shadow and Bone was on the lower end of those books. But I did have a lot of fun talking about the book with you guys and, like, it, oh, thanks, guy. It, it was fun to read it as a group. Yeah. Um, I, I like Dune more than it, but, you know, we didn't read Dune this year, so Dune can suck it. Okay, so Dune, Dune so, gets a DQ I don't know. from Daniel <laughs> for not actually being a real Even book. Even though we added it in yeah, yeah, for yeah, no yeah. reason instead of just giving a book a buy. Uh, but I picked Shadow and Bone, and 
I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it does later. I mean, are you just assuming that Shadow yeah, Bone wins then? Yeah. Do Do Brett and I get to talk now? Yeah, you do whatever you want. Brett, what are, what's your thought? I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I did. I, I again, I have a red dune, so I guess I just have to say Shadow Bone. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Present <laughs> um, Red Dune, so Shadow and Bone probably would make sense for you to pick, huh? Yeah, I think those were fun episodes. I feel like yeah. we had some. It was fun to joke about the Darkling and Steampunk Russia. Uh, <laughs> Steampunk Russia, yeah, the dark so, thing. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go with Shadow and Bone here. Cool. I mean, my vote doesn't even matter, but I would say Dune because we have two, we have better fantasy novels this year, and so I wouldn't move Shadow and Bone up yeah. just to make it easier in the tournament later, because uh, we know Dune's not making it far. So that, that was my <laughs> logic. I was gonna try to push Dune through, but it's cool. Shadow and Bone deserves it because Dune we didn't even read. Okay. Perfect. Round three. Round right, three. Round let's three. go. So. First, we have Beach Read versus They Both Die at the End. That's the one book Why? I didn't want to be paired. I didn't want these to be paired either. You said Beach Read, and I really didn't want you to say They Both Die at the End. Dang it, randomized brackets. All right, um, uh, we're going to pause the episode. No, no, so no, 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 no. You can't undo it. <laughs> the, the bracket gods have spoken. They've pitted these two against each other. Yes. So uh, Beach Read, January, you got Gus. You got two writers who had a rivalry. Um, now they have writer's block, and they live by a lake in Michigan, and uh, they go through a lot of stuff with family. Then we have, uh, they both die at the end. Um, you got Rufus, you got Mateo. Um, it's a universe where you're told 24 hours before you die that you're going to die. Uh, you don't know how, you don't know why. Uh, basically, Mateo and Rufus meet each other, and they discover uh, more about themselves and their, you know, each other, a relationship. Yeah. Um, and so that is They Both Die at the End. Okay. Spoiler alert. I went first last time. I can go. Go ahead. So both of these books I thoroughly enjoyed. I think that both of them are similar in the, in the sense that I would say both of them are love stories. You know, I, I don't – obviously uh, They Both Die at the End has a science fiction premise or, yeah. or setting. Yeah. But it, it is ultimately a, a love story and a coming-of-age story. Uh, and then uh, Beach Read is, is straight up a rom-com in a book. And I just I had fun with both of them. I think I'm going to push through They Both Die at the End okay. for the fact that it... I don't... I Ah, man, I'm so torn. I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. It's tough. I, I just I just think that They Both Die at the End, it, it, it sat with me. You know, it, it okay. took up more of my mind share this year. I feel like I, I thought about it more than I did Beach Read. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to second that. Um, I I really like the like lore behind that they build in that. Obviously, I did wish, and I think I said it during the episode, I did wish that they went more into it. Mm -hmm. But I really, th it's such an interesting like universe that they set up. Like morally, um, there's a lot of like gray area amb and ambiguity there. And then yeah, it's it's a like cool love story. Um, even though you do, you know, they tell you from the beginning that they both die at the end the whole time you're hoping like, oh, but like, what if, what if they don't? But it does have really interesting commentary on yeah. death and life, which oh, yeah, I really absolutely. thoroughly enjoy. I think, yeah. So I just think, I think it, the, the story it tells and then, you know, the subtext and, you know, what, what it explores. Obviously I still really liked Beach Read, but I'm going to have to say they both um, die at the end. Cool. They both die at the end. First unanimous. 
Uh, it's not my. It's not the first Indiana. Oh house. damn! So kind of from the from the back foot, I would have picked Beach Read. Um, I don't know. I think Beach Read is kind of like a kind of a special book for me because it's the first romance I think I've ever read, and I actually really liked it. Um, it's I didn't love it. I didn't think it was like outstanding, but for a first book of the genre, I had a lot of fun with it. And then Nicole read it, and so we like. Got to talk about it. Oh, and that's I, nice. Yeah, I really just cool. thought it was a really fun book. Um, I would have picked Beatrade, but they both died at the end. Hey, also, no. you win the, some, you lose most. So we'll keep going. <laughs> I will say another factor of that is they both died at the end. Actually, stressed me out a good bit. Yeah, it is. And Beatrade was a little bit lighter for me. That, you know, that's a really good point. I gotta, I gotta incorporate that into my decision making because I haven't think about that. Some of these books did give me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And, but they both died at the end was certainly high up on that list. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah. cool. That's I mean, all. I, I you know, if you would have gone first, you might have swung me with that <laughs> argument. But too late now, pal. Too late now. All right. I mean, they did warn you. They did. They they gave you a warning right up front. Adam Silvera put it in big bold letters. Uh, I've I had the t- the tiny text. I can't read the cover. Oh, okay. You um, didn't know the title. No. I okay. Let's move on. We got to get going. Keep going, Brett. Okay. Next matchup, we have an absolutely remarkable thing versus. Warbreaker. <laughs> oh, that was a big sigh, guy. You're right. I really liked both of these. Obviously, oh. uh, an absolutely remarkable thing by Hank Green. Uh, you got April May. You got Andy. Uh, the Carls, the statues that land on Earth, they only communicate with her. So it's just her trying to, you know, figure out why they're here. And then yeah. Warbreaker, Brandy, Sandy. You got Vivenna and Ciri, the two princesses. You got my man, Sasebron, the god king. You got Vasher. You got Nightblade. What what else can you ask for? Um, That's a really hard one because both of these are really high up on my list. Can I make it easy for you? Yeah. The obvious answer is an absolutely remarkable thing. Okay. And let me break it down. Okay. So Brandon Sanderson, or I... Obviously, I don't know our audience. I don't know if you've read more Brandon Sanderson. This is not his best fantasy novel Mm -hmm. and an absolutely remarkable thing the way it was executed and the premise of it is one of the most unique interesting books that i've read in a long time and easily one of my favorite reads of this uh, probably of the past two years so so that i mean hands down for me absolutely remarkable thing I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know where you guys I, are going to go hate, with this. I hate that he phrased it like this, by the way, because I probably was going to go an absolutely remarkable <laughs> thing. But now it sounds like I'm going because Parker convinced me with his <laughs> with his perfect charm. Yeah. Which now makes me mad. Was it my um, sweet smile and the, and the <laughs> wink that I gave you? Dan, you go first on the next one. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. I I think I would have gone with an absolutely, absolutely remarkable thing because... One, it's the first book of the podcast. This is the first book of the podcast. It was so fun. We got, we were such garbage. We were, I mean, we still are garbage (laughs) at it, but we're 41 episodes better. A little bit better. Um, But I remember finishing this book and texting a lot of people that I know that are big readers to be like, hey, I act like I, you should check this book out. I think you would really love it because like, it's just really interesting. It's a great mystery. I love, I love mystery. The sci-fi is just super weird, and I, I will say the first half of that book was one of the best like sections of a book I've read. It, I love the first half. It's got charming characters. 
It's got mystery, it's got sci-fi, it's got political intrigue, it's got good political commentary, it's got commentary on fame yeah. and social media and the internet. It, it's so much it wrapped cool. up in a clean packaged book. Like I really just love an absolute remarkable thing. Sorry, I'm I'm showing my hand a little bit, but <laughs> it is hard to compete against Nightblood. Yeah, no, I mean, Warbreaker's great, and I, I really, I, I don't want to undersell. I loved Warbreaker. Yeah. I really did, but in my opinion, this is a, an easy round one. Uh, Brett, what would you have gone with? So, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go, which I do want to say I, I really enjoyed Warbreaker as my introduction to Brandy Sandy. I There are so many characters I love, Nightblood, Vasher, uh, Vivenna, Ceres, Severon, they're all so cool so well thought out um obviously i know you got from you know talking to you guys like you said it's obviously you know brandon sanderson has better stuff but i still like i did still enjoy it but i do yeah for all the reasons you guys said uh, an absolutely remarkable thing it was it's just such a unique book like it, it yeah it was so good cool our first unanimous all right we did it aart makes it on and it moves on yeah. round two and all right we got is this are we going to round two is there is there one more uh, well, technically, because we had 10, we had to kind of set it up weird. So ah. we're technically still in the first round, but you, a couple of books you've already heard are about okay. to go again. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, that's so right. Then that's we'll right. move to the semis. Because 10's Got not it. a perfect bracket breakdown. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, All right, let's okay. go. So the next matchup is Shadow and Bone. We'll go back to Shadow and Bone versus uh, our most recent read, uh, Malibu Rising. All right, do we want to waste any time here, or are we just going to move Malibu Rising right onto the next slot? Uh, I I would pick Malibu Rising for the reasons I said earlier, and Malibu Rising was a really good book. Malibu Rising is incredibly good. It also, I think, just won a uh, book, like an actual Goodreads Book of the Year award yeah. for yeah, historical fiction, yeah. uh, and, and I just am writing that high still, of I think, just because of it being a recent read, mm -hmm. but Malibu Rising's great. To me, this is a no-brainer. I, I love that book. I'm, again, an easy... I would yeah. also pick it. Uh, Brett, pick would you me. go? Malibu Rising on this yes. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I All think right. we, can, we can move through this one pretty Sorry, quick. Lee Bardugo fans. Sorry, um, Shadow and Bone. See you, see you next year, maybe. <laughs> when Parker yeah. finishes the series. When I, when I maybe get around to finishing the series. All right. <laughs> so, so Malibu Rising moves on. So next, we're going to hop back up to another one that we just did, and it's going to be Mort versus Home Before Dark. Um, and I don't know. We did read Home Before Dark in October, so it's fairly new. But you know, it's you know Maggie Hart has to go back to her childhood home and face her demons and also the sins and demons of her parents, um, and then some real people who act like demons. Can yes. I go first here? Yeah, let, we'll let Daniel take before. He seems like he's eager. So I am eager for this yeah. uh, because I think it's going to come to a surprise for you guys because I. Very horror lacking. Yeah. Scary mm -hmm. lacking. That's you a weird guys, way to say that you don't like horror stuff, but okay. You guys. Very horror lacking. You guys know what's the. You, you both said it. It's very. Home Before Dark is very similar to uh, House on the Hill. Hill House. Hill what's it called? The Haunting of Hill House. Haunting the of Netflix Hill House. Series, or Netflix so show. I think that Which is kind based of on a book. lowered it for both of you. I think that's the vibe I got. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that show is incredibly good. And just because they were so similar, it was yeah. distracting. So not knowing anything about that and reading Home Before Dark, Home Before Dark is actually my favorite book we read this year. Whoa, really? It I is. love that. I got 
I love and that. Digged I into did that not book. know that. Saved it for the episode. This is my favorite book we've read this year so far. I love I that. I got super addicted to this book, could not put it down to the point Damn. where I've said multiple times in the episode, I had to force myself to stop reading it at nighttime because yeah. I couldn't sleep. All right. Um, and so I think I know how this vote's going to go. Hey. Unless I convince you guys. Hey. Hey, Dan. Well, I would pick Home Before Dark over my boy Mort because it, it, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I would like to ride that wave and uh, hop on board because Home Before Dark also wins for me. It, um, it's, it's one of my favorites this year, actually. So uh, it, it, it could be my, my, one of my – I know, you know, again, you know, what we just talked about with it being similar to, to Hill House, but I just – I, I, you know, I think back to the experience of reading it and like you said, yeah. like that was one of the books this year where I was like staying up like super late to read it. And like when I would put it down, I'd be like, I'd like creep around my house and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, but yeah, just like, just, I love that. Like the, the feeling that you get with like a, a good yeah. horror book. I like so. to equate it to the fact that like, since I had never seen that show, this is my first anything right like intro it? into horror right. you know it's i i like your experience because in both cases with uh you reading beatreet and you reading horror it's like you've introduced yourself yeah. to new things and that you didn't know that you like i will be and reading look at a that lot more yeah yeah um yeah no i actually so i i <laughs> i like going third because i get to think about it in new mm. ways and you i mean you did kind of remind me of that feeling I was the same way reading Home Before Dark where yeah. at night I would just and, and it did such a good job. It had the dual perspective, right, of right. Maggie's story compared to Ewan's story, her father, and jumping back and forth between what was going on and the mystery of the horror events and like was it supernatural or mm -hmm. was it not was such a good hook. And there were definitely some things in the book that I didn't love how mm -hmm. how everything ended up. But the experience of reading right. was more yeah. enjoyable ultimately than more, and I loved more. I think more is a yeah. fantastic story again. But I, yeah, no, Home Before Dark. All right, the, the unanimous was, again. The journey was just so fun. All right, well that's good. All good right, Home Before, Bar Home Before Dark moves on. Okay, so so now we know all the books. All the books have yeah. been said. All the, the books have been at, yes played at least Dune. once, including Dune. Nice. Now we can um, so now now we move to the semifinals. So now we're down to the top four of the year. You I will say before we start the semis, after we pick the winner, I would like all three of us to say our top three books of the year. Ooh, okay. Uh, like that we've read outside of the podcast? No, no. Our books, the book oh, ends okay, with our okay. books. That's fine. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm interested in knowing what your guys' favorites are. Cool. Okay. Um, okay, so the next matchup, we got Malibu Rising that just stormed through uh, Shadow and Bone. And then we Surf got... We got They Both Die at the End, which unfortunately had to take down B-Trade. Um, mm -hmm. So we got Malibu Rising, and They Both Die at the End. Brett, what I would like you to thinking? go first. Yeah, Brett, you got the, you got the mic. I think just because may, it might be recency bias, but just because the, the story of the Riva siblings and the Riva children yeah. um, was just so impactful, I'm probably going to have to say Malibu Rising. I was waiting for you to say it might be a recency bias, but the story of Rufus and Mateo, was just <laughs> <laughs> which which I did again for for all the reasons that we said, like I loved that that story yeah. and how they came together. Like it was wonderful. Like nothing, you know, it made it to the semifinals, and I voted for it. But I feel like Malibu Rising just because of the. It, I'm probably just going to say it's because of recency bias, but it, it, yeah, it was so good. 
Gotcha. I, I would also pick Malibu Rising. Yeah, me too. Um, I straight up, I just think it was a better book. A better book. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, there's not much to say here outside of the fact that I think Malibu Rising had more to say. I mm-hmm. think it just it was good. It's a good yeah. book. It it has a lot of poignant. Uh, themes about family and found yep. family and what makes family and i just really yeah. really adored that there book. are a lot of moving pieces in malibu rising and i think they're all good they're all good malibu rising hits in like every every way every any way that you want it to wrap i feel like it just wrapped up so cleanly yeah. good book all right yeah. sorry uh, yeah uh, they both died in cool all right all right, so Malibu rising into the finals, and next we got, uh, we're going back up, uh, we got, this is going to be a pretty good battle. Uh, oh. We got uh, an absolutely remarkable thing versus Home Before Dark. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how this one goes. I know what Dan has already said. Yeah. I kind of want Parker to go first on this Yeah, one. I think that's Well, so good. so this, okay, so this will be fun, because we're going to put Brett in a really hard position, <laughs> because Absolutely Remarkable Thing was my favorite book yeah. for this year. It, it, it like not not even a question for me. I I have thought more about an absolutely remarkable thing than any book. You that, also read the sequel. I did. And that, that's yet. you know honestly that's another that's another good point that I should point out is I did read the sequel. Mm-hmm. I read Beauty Thief, Foolish Endeavor almost immediately after. Yeah. Like as we are reading the the next book for our podcast, I was also reading a Beauty Thief, Foolish Endeavor, and the story of it. I think it's just how. It, charming the characters are and how unique the premise is i really just have thought about it, uh, an absolutely remarkable thing it's yeah. it's taken up so much <laughs> of my mind share this year that it's it's kind of crazy yeah and i i mean i've just i've been like doodling carls on my like <laughs> notebooks at work and stuff so i i it, it, i'm sorry yeah. i and i really loved home before dark yeah. i think that home before dark was something special but in terms of you know, side by side books. I think Home Before Dark, as much as it did good, it led it left me wanting in yeah. some areas. An absolutely remarkable thing that. did not leave me wanting, except for just more yeah, of the book. Right. Yeah, it it's left like, me like hungry more for more. Yeah, I was excited. I was just ready to jump in like, and I know get more Carl, with... get more April May. Right. I wanted more of Maya. Give me the whole gang, and I, I just. I'm sorry, I did. I, I love no, no, no. Home Before Dark. But okay. That's yeah. Um, I I figured absolutely remarkable thing would be the winner or the second place of this. Oh, of this. the whole thing. I, I would be a two faced dumb dumb idiot if I didn't pick Home Before Dark because because you just be, said last with round <laughs> me being my favorite. Did so I'm obviously them? still going with Home Before Dark, but okay. remarkable things so high up there for me. So oh. Brett. It's so, yeah, Brett, yeah, so Brett, hey, whose heart are you going to break, buddy? So I, You won't break my heart. You you will break I mine. I think I know what you're going to pick, and I'm perfectly so, okay with it. So if we had a loser's bracket, I think the one that's about to lose here would, would be the winner. Would come back around and I, I be completely in the agree. Either of these books could win. <laughs> um. So, so again, I, I loved I loved the one that's about to lose, like, so much. Um, and I, I do really want to read the sequel, but unfortunately... I'm going to highlight in each of the two finalists, like certain scenes that really like jumped out at me in, in home before dark. There are so many scenes where I could just like put myself in this, in that house. And again, I'm going to pause you right there. 
Okay, for the audience, we're separated by cardboard boxes, so Brett can't see Parker and I's face, and Parker's losing his mind as well. <laughs> mine, I thought is, you were oh gonna pick an absolute What a twist! <laughs> what a twist! I'm on the so. edge of my seat right now. My heart is wrenched. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm very happy that this is your answer, but at the same time, I'm dying. I, no, go on. Sorry. I'm that, so sorry. No, 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 no. This is good. I, I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be intense. I wanted us to really hash this out. And I knew, you know, you, some of us would walk away crying. And it's just, I didn't think it would be me, but it's okay. <laughs> so, okay. There, there's just so many scenes. And again, I do agree on all your points where it left me wanting in certain spots. I guess I'm just more looking at, like, my experience with it and how, like, I think it, not, like, emotionally in the sense that, like, I think... Obviously, you know, incredibly, uh, absolutely remarkable thing brought out a lot of a lot of that, and I think I, like you said, I think I thought the most about it uh, throughout the year, um, just because of the universe that Hank created was incredible. Um, but there are just so many scenes where I could put myself in that house. Again, horror is probably my favorite genre. Yeah, I, I knew that. I, if if anything, I felt like that was going to tip the scale, mm, which because yeah. I know you, I know you love horror. And I, I remember that, that, you talking about how much you were like into this book, so yeah, that it makes sense. That's so that's the thing. And again, for, as far as like horror stuff goes, I agree with you on all the points. Like I'm not hey, saying hey, it's you a perfect don't, book. Hey, you don't even, hey, 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 pal, you don't even have to justify it. <laughs> no, the damage saying, is done. I, the I friendship is over. It's fine. But hey, I, you know, it is. It's just the way of things. Ain't I, that just the way? The, again, as I said, if if there was a losers bracket, and we had we had talked about doing one, an absolutely remarkable thing would go around and win that loser's bracket for me and then be in the finals. Just for what it's worth, <laughs> oh, it no, would be in it's the okay. finals for me. It's okay. I love that. I, I honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'll, I'll take the win mm-hmm. uh, or I'll take the loss like as best as, as, best as I can, I guess. I, I know this may be a shock to some of our listeners. Oh, it's a shock to me. I'll only, I'll, I'll only be bitter for you know the, the entire next year of this podcast. I if, actually think that we should hug it out. Yeah, uh, we're gonna pause. The podcast no, 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 we were not pausing the podcast. I'm not touching that traitor. So that's Malibu Rising, Home Before Dark in the final. Malibu Rising, Home Before Dark not in the finals. All the two books that I thought. Would no, be in the me neither. This is very interesting, and also I love this because they're so different. I would say I'm. I'm gonna say both recent reads. Recent reads. I think Malibu Rising kind of got an easy route to the top. It did. Um, it had a it had a clean path. And uh, once again, not to be a two-faced dum-dum, but Home Before Dark wins it for me over Malibu Rising because really, it's my favorite. Yeah, just my no, favorite I mean, you book. did say it's your favorite book of the year. Okay, I that's think, fair. I I just didn't really expect Malibu Rising to get this high. I liked it a lot, but I think there's a lot of books on there that I liked more, and they huh. kind of got paired up against each other, and Malibu Rising just. Yeah. You know, top. it's funny because if, you know, the way that randomized brackets work, this could have gone so differently oh, yeah. just depending on how books were stacked against each other. Absolutely. And maybe maybe in future years we'll actually bracket them out by, you know, some way of giving them seeds. I don't know how we yeah, do yeah, that. We can, we can do that. Uh, but or we could just do a loser's bracket in the future. That way they still have a chance to come, come back, back from the dead. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. All right. So, Home Before Dark for me. Home Before Dark. You know why. I know why. I mean, we've already said it twice. Uh, well, I'm gonna let Brett choose again because I'm going Malibu Rising. <laughs> I okay, and, and let me let me okay, let me make my case. Yeah. Before the court. Yeah, please. Before we make before it. y'all completely just eliminate Malibu Rising and crush my heart again no. for the second time, <laughs> let me at least make my case. Plead to the jury. Okay. So Malibu Rising was 
again, a clean story. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it you know, top to bottom, it, you know, from the, the, like the themes of family and what it was trying to do and the story that it was trying to tell, it, it, it hit every mark, right? It, it was this, you know, the, the, the overlap that these two books have is they both had the hook of the dual perspectives mm-hmm. of going back in time and, right. uh, and then forward in time with the kids and the parents, which is actually interesting that these two are, are, are competing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually really cool. While I think that Home Before Dark is good, and I, I love the hooks, I love everything that y'all said, I think that, again, it didn't quite land with the, the themes or what the story was trying to tell, or there's some loose threads with some characters that didn't quite feel yeah. as wrapped up, right? Where I feel like every character in uh, Malibu Rising was wrapped up beautifully. It leaves you, you know, excited about where they're going. It leaves you, you know, you you can, it leaves the audience, you know, with the, you know, they can imagine the futures of these characters mm-hmm. and it, it it's all good. I mean, I, I just personally think that it was, it was a cleaner start to finish book than Home Before Dark. Yeah. While I like them both. So that's, I'm, I've said my piece, I'm done. Go ahead and just kill me, Brett. Now, I mean, I just gotta crush my spirits. It's fine. So, so I agree. Malibu Rising is much cleaner, um, and I think you know a scene that it really jumps out. I mean, probably my favorite scene of the book, um, and I loved how they did it. Was how the Riva children discovered surfing. How yes. like, just the story of how they ran across the road, found a, a surfboard at the beach, and was then the just best scene in the book. It was. It was so incredible. Like I read that like twice through, I think, just because it was it was just so awesome. Um, and I do agree. I so I I want to preface all of this because it's it this is, is killing Brad. We made Brad choose twice in a row. Malibu Rising is the better book. Ooh, but but if I'm and I I think it would also be really it it is one of the contenders for my favorite ones of the year. Mm-hmm. But if I'm voting with my with your heart with my heart instead of my brain hey go with your heart always go with your heart again malibu rising for every reason you said is just like a better book but home before dark was just the 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 parts that were great were like peaks for me like that's a good point i like i I like that argument yeah the the peaks of that story even though it it you know it didn't land really great in, in some places the places where it like soared were just like so intense and I was like, oh my gosh, because it does bring me back to those other like the best parts of Haunting of Hill House yep. where like they had very like similar like tones and feeling and maybe just because I've experienced seeing that stuff, I could more like viscerally imagine what was going on mm-hmm. and when the music would turn on. I was about to say, yeah. Like, that stuff, like my, I would like have chills every time I was like reading that, and it, so it's just, I think because of that, I'm voting with my heart. I would say, proud of you, Home Before Dark. I, I'm proud of you too, and and you know, you you did make a great point. Where it shines, it shines bright, and that specifically the you are 16 going yeah. on seven, like that. That's that the, the record yeah. playing in the house yeah. and the different ways that the haunting was happening. Yeah. It was great writing and it did yeah. have me hooked. I'm sad to see Malibu Rising go, but if anyone had to take it down, I'm fine with it being Home Before Dark. And just like that... I can't believe it won. We, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I honestly am shocked. I'm really... in, when we were coming into this tournament tonight, I did not think no. that that would be the winner. I'm fine with it. Really, any of these books... 
well, some of these, some of these books, some of these books. I, I can see being the winners, and I'm happy with. And Home Before Dark is definitely one of them. So that is the book of the wow. year. The book ends with friends. The BFW B O Y right there. Really good. I can't. I I couldn't keep track of what you just did, but I think it's right. Book ends yeah. with friends. Book of the year. Really good. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I'm 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 actually excited to see. Uh, I think we're gonna try and release. Uh, the bracket online so hopefully some of you can fill out your own bracket and see what you guys think um, I'm interested to see the feedback on this yeah I really uh, really want feedback please listeners if you have feedback if you agree with me in particular and you want to send in affirmations and kind words please do like go ahead and forward that or just reach out to me directly and don't even, you can just like circumvent these dum-dums um, and or, or if you want to you know I guess congratulate them on them destroying my heart and ripping it too that's fine as well uh, but play along. We'll sit. We'll send out the bracket. We'll make that, and before obviously this releases, so yeah. you can uh, fill that out. And we're we're excited to hear what y'all have to think. And 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 thank you, thank you, thank you for so much for reading along. If you read some or all of the books and kept up with the podcast yeah. for our, uh, our, yeah. our 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 premiere year as a podcast yeah. or whatever you, whatever you would call it, I don't know. Um, it, it's been our a rocky year. road, but we we made it through 2020 and what year, what year is it 2021 <laughs> oh, christ okay guys we, we made it 20, through we made it. We, we i think also... i think i had to say that to myself so much last year that it's just my go-to reaction we made it through 2021 as yeah. a podcast we also did make it through 2020 we so before we bookmark it before we bookmark because the votes you know your votes didn't fall the way you probably wanted them to maybe they did i don't know um I want to round robin really quick. Oh, yeah. Your top three books of the year, super fast. Mine were um, Home Before Dark, the winner, by the way. I don't know if you were there for that. Oh, it won. God. Okay, um, Home Before Dark. <laughs> Second place is Mort. My God, that book was awesome. Yeah, Mort's good. Mort. I'm glad you said that. And then third was an absolutely remarkable thing for me. Okay. So that was my top three. Brett? Uh, mine would be Home Before Dark, uh, an absolutely remarkable thing, and then... Again, this is all with my heart, and then probably Warbreaker, just because it's my first Brandon, Brandon Sanderson. Sanderson. No, Warbreaker is a great novel too. That it, it it's didn't. Four, it's four for me. It didn't get its day so, in the sun. I feel Mal- like with this tournament in particular, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's Malibu a good one. Rising, Malibu Rising was up there. It was right up there. Again, I love that book. So yeah. Uh, all right, mine's definitely an absolutely remarkable thing that takes the cake. Uh, followed closely by uh, Malibu Rising. And the third place is really where I'm struggling the most because so many of these books I just enjoyed. Is it more? Is it more? I, you know, more more could easily <laughs> could easily take it. Is it Dune? It's not Dune. <laughs> is it Dune? Um, but as a as a weird, uh, just because I have a handful that could go in the slot, I'm gonna go with Beach Read. Yeah. I think uh, that's great. I, I really actually like Beach Street a lot, and I don't even think I picked it in, <laughs> in the tournament. But right. I'm going with Beach Street as my third you favorite. Two faced dumb Whatever we've established for dum dums. This is not news to to any of us this in this room true. or audience. Don't take anything that we said today as anything of authority or value. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, don't value anything we say ever. That should be the tagline it's of this call. podcast. Yep, and uh, that that that'll be how we bookmark from now on. And don't well, buy no. anything we say. <laughs> well, you won't remember that anyways. We never remember our, our outro taglines. Uh, thank you uh, for listening. Uh, as always, uh, again, if you've given any time to this podcast, any time supporting us, 
uh, you are our, our true heroes, and, and we really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, again, we have Paper Girls, uh, the graphic novel. That's what we are covering next week. That's the third week in December, so we're doing a little bit differently just because the holiday season, we don't know what we're going to do if we're going to even have an episode for the fourth week. Stay tuned for information about that. It'll just depend on schedules. A special thank you, as always, to Jacob Robinson for the intro and outro of this podcast, and a shout-out to Maddie Moon for the beautiful cover art of our podcast, which is now screen-printed on some sweatshirts that we all own, and we've gotten some incredibly kind remarks about the sweatshirts. People have reached out. We've had a couple people reach out and ask if they can buy one, uh, which is so, so, so yeah, nice. I can't so thank incredible. you enough. Uh, so we are looking into that. We, we kind of have to bulk order yeah. uh, to, to make that or have them made. And then, you know, we, I don't even think we probably sell them for any semblance of a profit because <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about. And also, I don't want to get into the logistics of that. Right. But if we do make more, we will post it everywhere and, and have them available to buy um, and, and so that way y'all can rock bookends with friends. And just the fact that anyone would want to is astounding. It's, it's remarkable yeah, and it's in its own right. So thank you. Uh, thank we're you so excited much. to do, uh, 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 paper girls and we're excited to do another year of this and then uh, hopefully have a second year, uh, tournament this time next year. And, and maybe uh, a beautifully foolish endeavor will be on that list. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, there yeah, you. Maybe, maybe I'll just slot that book in, in, our, in our lineup next year. The year of sequels. All right. Uh, well, uh, I think that's, that's, it. that's it for the podcast. Y'all got any, any shout-outs, any thoughts? Riley Sager. Thanks, bud. Riley Sager, Home Before Dark. You, you, did, you did it. it. You did it. Congratulations. I'm sure this award in particular <laughs> yeah. is, is really what you've been hanging on. You hey. know, you've been just on the edge of your seat if, hoping you win. If anybody knows how to edit Wikipedia, go on to his Wikipedia and add Bookends with Friends. 2020 winner. 20, 2020 <laughs> winner. Yeah. Bookends with Friends 2020 winner because the idiots don't even know the year oh, that they released their podcast. Yeah. Um, yes. Congrats to Riley Sager, I guess. And, uh, yeah, the real friends were the books we... Nope, the real books were the friends we made along the way. That's it.